0: Roderick. Is there anything if that Lionel Messi is better too than too you? It's your opinion. I respect I'm your opinion. Maybe in your opinion, Messi is better than I me. But in my mind, I'm better than him. on me, gon' back it up matter what Told you I'ma do me, why you hating on me? It's not adding up
1: I do roll like a Mack truck Country oh. heart, I'ma cop a farm and go set up lot scars,
0: I was cold hearted, now I'm back up Keep me real, I do this once a month I don't rap much I just hit the money and go stack up Only buy a car, hard, hard to get it up All that other bull, it don't matter much You only climb me, I put the ladders up No fault I done doubled up on the workload Think I fell in love with the bankroll Pray up, give money, then we lay low to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of the uh, Andy Campbell show, I was going to say then, Brodery Giggs on Football, Series 1, episode number 15. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and of course, Twitter. And uh, if you prefer your podcast in audio form, then please do check us out on the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first dedicated all-sports podcast network. Uh, You can find this show and all the other shows produced by Ace Podcast Nation there. And uh, obviously, give us a subscribe at YouTube. That really helps us out. Follow on social media, all that good stuff. But um, just as we wait for the the latecomers and the stragglers, a little bit of a Super 6 update, as it were. So last weekend, we haven't had any midweek ones. Uh, Last weekend, real well done to Will's dad, who topped the round this week on 17 points. Michael Shepard, Claire Watson, not far behind on the thirteen. Andy Campbell missed his predictions altogether, dropped 10 places as a result. Uh, No change, but uh, Darren Crisp and Mark Hector have moved into the payout places. Willie Boland and Gavin Gordon top the celebrity table with 11 points, uh, whilst myself and Rodri scored the same again, which means I'm still 20 points ahead going into the next round. But uh, as there was no change in the midweek, I thought I'd give a little, little update on the celebrity players. Propping up the pile is Roderick Giggs in 79th place, 124 points. Just ahead of him is Lee Jarman in 78th place on 128 no, i told you about
1: this then before, you a... need to start this by, we need to start this by, he missed five weeks, not you're propping it up. You're, you're, you're <laughs> missing, are missing.
0: Okay, I, yeah, you're right, Roderick Giggs missed, audience, missed, bad,
1: missed, bad information missed, missed, missed five like weeks.
0: It, well, it looks like, it. do you know what it is? It's like I work for CNN or something, isn't it? And I'm only telling half the story. <laughs> so Yeah,
1: Anderson Cooper, come on.
0: Yeah, that's it. I know, right. Rodri missed like five, maybe even six games at the start of the season. So he's playing catch-up. So the fact that he's only four points behind Lee Jarman is incredible. Then we've got a few close battles, though. Got Andy Leg on the it's 75th place on 140. Just above him is me on 144. Willie and then one point ahead of me. Uh, 145 in 72nd. Gavin Gordon's in 58th. Andy Campbell 56th Jeff Stelling in 21st. And then our leading celebrity is Cardiff City legend Cohen Griffith, who's in 17th place overall on 209 points. Uh, So the next game is Saturday. So make sure you get your predictions in. It's three o'clock start. Well, Saturday, I'm just
1: looking there because of the games being called off. There's only two.
0: Yeah, they'll probably must. I would have thought they'll they'll or something shortly, wouldn't they? You well, they
1: think? think people have already done it, haven't they? I don't
0: know. Got two games. Come on. That could uh, that could set the cat amongst the pigeons for a few people, couldn't it? And two Anyone games at Axon
1: Villa Burnley and Blackburn Burnley. Ah,
0: oh, that's easy. That's a Blackburn win. And what was the other one? Villa and who? Villa Burnley. Ooh, I'll go with Ben Villa double. Easy, easy, easy. So good. Right, how uh, joining me as ever, ex-Salford City winger and manager, uh, Mr. Rodri Giggs. How are you, mate? You good? Feeling better? Yeah,
1: I'm good, mate. You. Yeah, a lot better. I think.
0: Yeah, good. That's, uh, that's the main thing, mate. So last week, yeah, in, in your absence, mate, last week I did like I just did like a shorter show on my own and talked about a few things. One of the things I talked about um, was Mikel Arteta and Arsenal. Particularly, I talked about like Arsenal's defence, Aubameyang just looking like he'd rather be anywhere else. And then, literally a few days later, stripped of the captaincy. Um, And then they went and played West Ham and did really, really well. Um, I still think their defence is a massive issue. But they looked a different team against West Ham. Do you think that shows Arteta's? He's shown a bit of backbone, bit of backbone there, mate, by um stripping him of captaincy because Abayiang's a big, big name, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he is. But you know, he's still, he's still. You know, I've said this before. Your captain's your your role model and your leader, and you know, you lead by example. There's different way a captain that they can lead by example. It could be the shout, or it could be the lead by example on the pitch. There could be lots of ways, but God knows why he would pick that kind of character to be captain. But you know, he, he he picked him, and he's let him down massively. So yeah, he's done the right thing by doing what he's done because you you, you can't be doing what he's doing. You know, like I said, the captain should be leading by example, and. Um, He's doing the other, going the other way, doing what he wants, turning up when he wants. It's just uh, unacceptable, you know. Person who you, you work for about an hour and a half a day. <clears throat> why? There's why? Yeah. no reason for you to be late. So, yeah, it's um, it, it's unacceptable that you know it is where its it is. It'll happen again. I'm sure it'll keep on happening. But you've got you've got to have discipline. And yeah, to answer your question, I think he yeah, has shown a bit of backbone. But you know, Arsenal is is, is, is club steeped in tradition and so and the captain's a, a figurehead of that tradition and you know if, if he's doing what he wants and it just throws everything up in the air so you've got to have discipline
0: from the right thing it's an interesting one for me because um like a Bamiyang has got form for being a bit of a I don't want to say a troublemaker because I don't think that's necessarily fair But he's got form for being problematic when things aren't going his way. When he wanted to move out of Dortmund a couple of times, he sort of kicked up a fuss. And like my issue with it is when players have got a bit of form for that attitude, as soon as they show any sort of dissent or problems that could affect the squad, you have got to stamp it out early doors. You can't let them keep doing it. And if I had to criticise Solskjaer for anything one of the things I think would be, apart, like off the pitch, I think was maybe he let certain players kind of, he never really called out that type of behaviour from one or two. And what really interests me this week was um, Ralph Raniak's comments about people potentially wanting, who were in, you know, wanting to leave the club or out of contract. And he basically said, you know, Manchester United is one of the biggest clubs in the world. If you don't want to play for us, we're not going to beg you. And I just, when I heard that statement, I, I paraphrase it a little, but the way, when I heard that statement made, I just automatically thought of Fergie because that was the attitude he had with the likes of Yapstam, um Van Nistelrooy, Keane, you know, all these names over the years who if he felt they were getting a bit too big for their boots, they were out of there. Um, and maybe... United have lost that a little bit. Um, so I think, first and foremost, really well done to Mikel Arteta. You've got to give him credit for that. He's a young manager in the, in the game. Um, and it would have been, in some ways, easier for him to to try and placate Aubameyang and try and sort of talk him round and, and get him play in the way that we all know he can play. But instead of that, he said, no, you're showing a bad attitude. You're not captain no more. I think that shows tremendous backbone attitude, what did you make of Raniak's comments that clearly directed towards uh, Riola and some of the comments he'd made about Pogba, Martial, there's been a bit of rumours of him going, like is that what you're looking at, do you think that was good, do you think it was bad?
1: No, that's what you want to hear from your manager, you know, you want to be, you know, if if there's clear dialogue, you, you want to be through the right channels, not through the media or the the way the, these agents operate. So, yeah, he was spot on what he says, and it's just a warning shot I suppose throughout that. And you probably see, you know, Pogba leave, Martial leave, you know, all the lazy ones that don't want to run about and uh, don't want to work and, and don't and want to do their own thing. So, yeah, and there was reports that Marshall might be going to Madrid. Well, How's that going to work? Because Simeone is, you know, he's like Conte a bit on speed, so yeah, he he won't last two seconds there. So, was, so yeah, he's a good player, but like I say, he just
0: just just didn't work out. He just lazy. L- lazy. Yeah, I just was interested, mate, uh, in what you make of West Ham uh, at the moment because they kind of uh, have gone off a cliff in recent weeks. I think it was Leslie who said in the live chat a couple of weeks back. That he felt like um, that that was going to happen, and since he said that, West Ham have been not as good. Obviously, Moyes was having a lot of plaudits. What have you made of their per- recent performances?
1: Well, you know, they're always going to have a dip. You know, it's, they, they, they've had a good run, and you know they're coming up against some good teams. They're not getting beat by you know bad bad teams or teams at the lower end of the league. You know, Arsenal are up there. You know who else did they play? You no, know, the of recent they could beat Chelsea. they beat some good teams. So yeah, it's you, you know you just got to keep plugging away and down to the next game and, and and try and turn it around. But yeah, they've had a good run at the minute. But yeah, teams are going to be you know up. No, if you if they're not up at up for it today, the West Ham are going to turn them over because they've they've been playing well this year, West Ham. So. Yeah, you're always going to get a little dip, especially from a team like West Ham as well. Like I say, they've done really well this year. So you know,
0: yeah, and, they've been impressive, and,
1: haven't they? Who did they get beat in the week? Was it Arsenal?
0: Arsenal in midweek, yeah. Yeah, So
1: yeah, it was uh, Arsenal played really well as well. So you no, know, it wasn't a what score did it end up two 0 Two 0 Arsenal,
0: it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. A, it was. A, it
1: was a, It was a good game, actually, and then Arsenal broke away and scored the second goal and it was really game over. But, you know, Arsenal played well, but West West Ham didn't really play badly. It's just Arsenal were the better team on the night.
0: Yeah, that's it, mate. And I think, like, West Ham's problem is probably that they haven't got that big a squad. Um, They'll be looking to bring in a few players now in January to try and strengthen their run towards the end of the season. Um, but also, they want to make sure they keep hold of people like Mikko, Antonio, and uh, a few others, which is obviously vital for them. Um, who uh, who impressed you? Like, I feel like we should talk about. We'll talk about the Champions League draw fast, but I want to talk generally about the Champions League group stage. Obviously, you had Liverpool who were in this group of death, and then won all six games. Looked, you know, they couldn't have done any more have they peaked too soon for you or do you think they're just the those top, top Premier League teams are just that much better than the bigger teams in Europe at the moment?
1: Well, you know, City and Liverpool are probably in a league of their own and Chelsea are trying to hang on to the coattails. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's just so difficult at the minute and, um, yeah, I just think that be them teams I just mentioned a, a, a streak above anyone, even City and Liverpool are, are way ahead the of, of, of Chelsea, in my opinion. I think Chelsea will do well to to, to keep up with them. Um,
0: so, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I just thought, I wondered whether they Liverpool peaked a little bit too soon, just in terms no, you of...
1: Kid, I was we talking about this today, mate, but, you know... You want to be peaking around or getting into it r- around February, March. But obviously, you want to be picking up picking up results. But you don't want to be on fire now. Or, you know, City, even though they won 7 nil, they weren't, you know, they just... They, weren't they look great. like they've got a gear to go after City, do yeah, they? The, yeah, City and, look like they've and, got another gear. So, I just think City and Liverpool, they're just on different levels at the minute and uh, on that level they were excuse me two years ago when they were both fighting out and um, yeah like I say Chelsea are, are fighting to keep on the coattails but it's going to be difficult because, because and hopefully they don't pick up any injuries because uh, I think City be able to handle the injuries much more than Liverpool would if it was key areas plus you've got you know we talked about this, the African Nations if that goes ahead yeah. you know Mane Salah Big misses. So, yeah, it's. um, That could hurt Liverpool in the You want to be peaking January or now. You want to be peaking February, March, and then, you know, see out the season.
0: Yeah, I think um, one thing Liverpool have done well in the transfer market in the last probably 12 months or so uh, is they brought in Jota to play with Firmino, you know, during that, when those players go to the African nations because that's going to cause Liverpool a massive issue, particularly in the Champions League, because they're such big players. So it's going to be, you know, they had to bring in uh, someone who could play to the level. And I think he's shown that he can play at that level as well, uh, since he's been at Liverpool. But you look at them, the players that they're going to miss, it's going to be such a big miss for them. Um, yeah. More the more like
1: City, City as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Going on to the Champions League draw, mate... Um, I was at um, Eat Sleep Media on Monday when they did the draw, so I I wasn't familiar with it, actually, what had happened um, when I spoke about it Monday. But, like, for something which is live to millions, the amount of money that's involved, the organisations that are involved, to have a farcical draw like that was... Well, it's nothing short of a farce, mate. Honestly, it's embarrassing. Like, that's the sort of thing that you would expect to happen... At not even like like non league level, like like you're talking like amateur level, you cannot have those sort of basic schoolboy errors in the biggest competition in the world, biggest club competition in the world. It's just shocking, mate.
1: Yeah, it's it's not good. You know, I was listening to Pep Guardiola and say, you know, these things happen, but you know, I can't never f- remember something like this happening. On a such a big stage, like you said, and, you know, it's 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 not difficult. It's not difficult, you know, to do the, these things. You just need organization. I wonder if they you know they, they usually do like a, a little run through. Did they do the run through? Did they do, go over it, or they just thought, you know, we'll be, we'll be okay? And then when lives it comes, and then just a little tiny mistake, and you know, it all rocky off.
0: science, mate, is it? Paddle. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's not rocket science. No, it's like, not, and you know, it's not, Someone should have known that Villa, Villa Real and, and Man United couldn't play each other. So,
0: what do you make yeah, of Real it's, Madrid's it's, point? Because well, Real yeah. Madrid like, was Real Madrid are not happy because they were initially drawn against uh, who was it? I, you know,
1: who I think was. You no, know, I think that is me. I think that's karma because these clubs have
0: been. Been, oh, of course, have been is. kind to these clubs over the years, so it's a bit of karma for him. Well, Madrid were drew against Benfica, and obviously they weren't in, they weren't affected by the error. And then when they did the redraw, they were drawn against PSG. But I mean, like you say, Madrid and a few other clubs have had such shady pack practices over the years. Maybe it is yeah, like it was, a little bit yeah, of uh, you know,
1: see a good old mate again, Messi. So it's not good. It's not good for him. Yeah.
0: Now, I am. Um, I seen some big games, mate, in that draw. PSG Madrid. Who you, who's going to win that for you over two legs?
1: PSG, PSG Madrid. ooh. Don't With, to
0: play. Would you ever have imagined, mate, seeing Ramos and Messi lining up to play against Real Madrid together?
1: Yeah, yeah no, yeah. It's a it's strange happening, isn't it? Especially for Ramos because he's like having uh, a stall out there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's I think PSG, but just just too strong. But you, you never know, you know. It's Real Madrid at the end of the day and still got some quality players there, so
0: it's not going to be easy for him. No, so you think PSG probably over two legs? Um, yeah, just just black, just
1: well, under pressure there as well. Aren't they to, to produce something in the Champions League, so and we got yeah. uh, but it's, it's definitely it's definitely a banana banana peel for him though.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, it could go either way ultimately, couldn't it? Yeah. Like you wouldn't be surprised if it went either way. Um then you got like sport in Lisbon versus Man City. I think Man City should win that comes to be over two legs, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um then you got Red Bull Salzburg, obviously one of Raniac's former clubs versus Bayern. Um I think you're looking at Bayern there, aren't you?
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. It looks like they strong again. Um, and then we've got Inter Milan versus Liverpool. I think, see, I, I saw a few people saying that's a potential banana skin for Liverpool. I think Inter Milan are not what they were 10 years ago. And to me, yeah, Liverpool think, could have got yeah, much we worse. Talk,
1: we talked about this the other day as well. Then then Liverpool, uh, European nights, you know, special, very, yeah, it's very difficult to, to, to play there. Which, is, which, where's the first leg and that one, do you know?
0: It's in in the Inter, so the second leg all is. Alright,
1: so yeah, second leg so they get the result. It, it's yeah, it's all, it, even a draw. It's it's all over. So yeah, that, going back to Anfield with you know they've got to at least go back to Anfield into with a
0: with a with a lead or the, yeah they've got no chance. Uh, so I also I've, I saw Gavin was in the chat. I can't access the chat at the moment. I'm trying to bring it up on my tablet, but. Um, I saw Gavin was in the chat earlier, who's obviously a Liverpool fan. I'd be interested in what Gavin thinks if he thinks the African nations will affect Liverpool's running like in the Premier League and the Champions League. So let us know, how Gavin. Would it,
1: how would it not when you lose a couple of players?
0: Yeah, two of the... But well, look at
1: the fixtures. The, the, you know, it depends when it, when it is. They don't miss a massive amount. They miss an FA Cup game. You know, so... Yeah, they don't miss a massive amount of games. So... Do they miss depends. any Champions League
0: games? No, no. Ah, see, that's a massive up
1: now to to late February, is it?
0: Okay, oh yeah, I should know. I got the draw in front of me, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, maybe they'll be all right, it'll be interesting. Um, Chelsea got uh, Lille, that's about as good as you can get, isn't it? Yeah, and they got them twice, didn't they? (laughs) Yeah, destiny. Destiny yeah. mate, yeah. Chelsea should win that over two legs. Villarreal versus Juventus, I thought was an interesting tie. Um both teams on their day capable of turning in a very good, you know, performance. When um, is, when
1: does it start, the African Nations, you know?
0: Uh I think it's the first week of January, isn't it? Um I'll have a look now. Pretty sure it's like the first week of the new year. Um but do you think Juventus We'll go through. play Chelsea on the 2nd of January. Uh, African Cup of Nations. Yeah, but don't they go, don't the players leave over, like, just Boxing Day or something? I'm sure, I read. Uh, African Cup of Nations started. But with that, do you see Juventus having any issues with. Um, Who did I say? Villarreal. Like Villarreal uh, are capable, aren't they? But I just don't see it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's one you'd you just edge Juventus. But you know, we've seen Villarreal; they they are an OK team. Won the Europa League last year, so yeah, just that's another banana skin. You no, know?
0: ninth uh, of January, African Cup of Nations starts. So I would, I'm guessing this, but I would imagine those African Cup of Nations players. Will play the weekend of this first and second in the Premier League, and then they'll leave that night or the day after those games. So, yeah, I they'll, think. They'll, only,
1: they'll only miss they'll, they'll probably miss two games. Brentford, so the tournament, is they so the an FA Cup game as well. But you know, six really. February
0: is the last game in the yeah, African so, Cup of Yes,
1: yeah, so they've Le- Leicester play Liverpool on the tenth of February, so
0: they'll miss Brentford and Crystal Palace. See, that's not like those are two winnable games, aren't they?
1: Liverpool's at home with Brentford, and Crystal Palace away.
0: Yeah, they should be perfectly capable of beating those teams without Salah and Mane. Really, I, I, yeah. Is it just those two, or is there any other players? No, in just
1: there? them two. Then they've got a, they've got they've got an FA Cup game against Shrewsbury on the ninth of January. And then the fifteenth of January. Then the next game after that, the 23rd. I don't know why that is two weeks. Maybe it's because it's another FA Cup game, second
0: round. Ah, uh, yeah, it might be. And um, just finishing off on the Champions League match, Atletico Madrid United second legs at Old Trafford. That's a, that's a tricky one, isn't it? I yeah, think. It's, that's
1: 50 fifty-fifty one. Whoever plays well on the on the on the nights for this one, you know, if if United get a good result. You know, a one-all draw, or you know, even a two-one loss, in in that bad. As long as you pick up a goal, you know. Experience tells me you need to get a, a pick, try and pick up an away goal, and yeah, yeah, and, and try and keep clean sheet at home. But yeah, it all depends. But it's a 50-50 on That, like I say, whoever performs on the night, on the night, you know, they've got some good players. So United, so. Yeah, it'd be a good game, a good couple of games. That one,
0: it's going to be interesting for sure. That one, I'm, I'm I i can not decide who I think, like, because I, like, I've been pretty impressed with like how Raniak's set up his team and started. I think the formation he's playing suits the players he's got. So, like, I'm sort of leaning towards them going through. But you know, Atletico Madrid have proven over the last couple of years that if you write them off in the Champions League, they can cause you massive problems. Um, oh, so really. it's going to be uh, a very very interesting one, and then the final game, uh, Benfica Ajax. Ajax, Ajax,
1: Ajax, have, fire. Uh, Ajax have started well, haven't they?
0: Yes. So Ooh,
1: but, exceptional.
0: Yeah, Ajax, who was it? Ajax. Um, I can't remember. Uh, Ajax and I can Benfica.
1: Benfica, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a 50-50 on that, but you just shade it with Ajax, I think. They're doing well, they're flying the top in their league. I don't know where Benfica are in their league, but I know Ajax have started, they're doing
0: really well. And then, on, the, on the, staying on the subject of kind of uh, draws, we got the Nations League draw this afternoon. Um, and finally, mate, in an international qualifying tournament, whatever you want to call it, England have got a tough group for the first time in about 50 years. Um, so, I don't know if you've seen the groups, but yeah. England have got a, a group of death, as it were. Hungary, England, Germany and Italy. That is a group, mate, isn't it?
1: But, yeah, that's, but I, I would say that's good for England because but now that they've got to perform... These these rubber matches, Albania, you know, who else was it? Fair Island, San Marino. Yeah, it's, you know, you, you you're in a you're in a no win situation. There, you you win ten nil, you should win ten nil. You win three 0 why don't you score ten? So yeah. yeah, and you want to be playing in these big games. Germany, Italy, you know, even even Hungary. Um, yeah, obviously I've got a pedigree of Germany and Italy, but. Nothing to, be af- nothing to be afraid of England's firepower and what they have. So, yeah, it's good to see, though, they haven't got, you no. Know, yeah, the usual... The old, yeah. The old Andorias. So...
0: Yeah, uh, it's refreshing, mate, to see something yeah. different.
1: Belarus um,
0: or Lithuania. 100%. I mean, Wales got quite really... I think, see, they're calling the England New group... So, the got... England, they're saying England is the group of death with Germany and Italy I think that's fair but in my opinion Wales's group is just as hard if not the same so Wales's group is Wales Poland Holland and Belgium that's that, that's worse for me because I think Pol- Poland are probably better than Hungary they
1: they they see Italy and Germany for me even though Italy won it you know they've not done really well to they're in the qualifications to get to the world cup so Yes, they've won the Euros, but they haven't had a, a great campaign. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's difficult. Like Belgium a, a real, real quality. Uh, we've already seen that because we've played them. And, and then Holland, you know, you're just not going to get no change out of Van Dyke. You've just got no chance. So... Yeah, it's, that's that, that's you do well to come third there.
0: Hundred percent, mate. It's uh, it's really going to be problematic, mate. I gotta say. But, um, but as 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 a
1: you know, as a Welsh player, that's you, you want to play in teams. You want to test yourself, especially when you're coming to
0: Wales. So um, so yeah, it's, yeah, mate. And none of none of those teams will fancy coming to play for Wales. No, no, no and we've got good, Wales, we've got a good Wales, record so,
1: really against Belgium. In recent history, even though the quality of them, you know, in cup in the cup, confidence we beat them in the, in the quarterfinals. So we got a good result against them uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was a draw, which we needed. So yeah, it's it's not It's it's a daunting task, but you know, one that you, you'd
0: welcome. Yeah, you have got to play relish. the best teams. Right? If you're going to win tournaments and win and win and improve, you have got to play the best. Um, quick thing, uh, Craig. You put up a couple of comments earlier about. There was one about COVID and there was one about um, the EFL games being called off. I can't access it now because I had to restart my computer. But if you can put those comments back up, mate, I'll, um, I wanted to discuss them. Um, I can now see the comments as well. So I can kind of see what people are saying. Uh, pe- Wales, Wales is group. Um, uh, uh, so Reece says um, that the COVID cases are rampant in Africa at the moment as well. So it depends if those players come back fit. And injured COVID-free. Obviously, COVID is a bit of a hot topic in the Premier League this week, um, and the Football League as well, because so many games called off. Um, I went. It's so all, I over some...
1: all over the world as well. You see it, and you know, I'm like I told you before, I'm a big NFL fan, and it's rampant over there as well. Maybe it's to do with the you know, the change of climate and the, and the winter. Winter. There's a lot of people with colds as well.
0: So it's common sense, in it, that it would get worse this time of year, like coming into the winter, change of temperature, all that stuff. Like I, to me, I assumed it was going to get worse during this period. Um, but like, I think there's, there's so many, there's 10 top flight fixed, five out of the 10 uh, Premier League games have been postponed. Um, I think there's been a few championship games called off as well. They've got to do it. Like, if you look I at think, the United...
1: Yeah, I think common sense has got to prevail here. Once just just have the clubs are ramping in the clubs, then you just shut them down and, and, and sort it out. The ones that there's not really many cases, just carry on. It's just like, a, a, a you know, bad weather or you can't just shut it down and for, for two or Yeah, so you look especially at... Especially like... now, just before Christmas. It'd be just absolute chaos. So... That's... Yeah, will will they shut the will they shut it down for Christmas
0: and, and have no fans? I, I'm leaning towards that. My goal down that route. I don't know. At the end of the day, look, we all want fans to be in the ground and stuff. I would rather they stop fans going over Christmas so that we can still have a Christmas football calendar than stop football altogether over Christmas.
1: I just think that you know. It, the, They all all would have been. All would have the team meetings and said, you know, it's back to where we were two years ago or a year ago. You need to be careful. Watch where you're socialising, all that kind of stuff, because
0: you know, it's it's. it's So I saw a lot of um, people saying they were a bit frustrated. The Premier League seems to be very like reactive rather than proactive in the way they deal with it. In the last couple of weeks, like it seemed like. They were dealing with the the outbreaks and stuff rather than trying to, like you say, telling clubs and players to be careful again. It was like, oh, go on as normal. Everything's back to normal. And then all of a sudden, United had like 35 cases within the club, which is a massive amount. Obviously, that affected Crystal Palace because they played them. Um what did you make of, make of Brighton? So Brighton asked for their game to be called off yesterday or this week um, and they were told no. And then they went on to lose 1-0 against Wolves on Wednesday night. Got a bit of sympathy, sympathy for them. Um, they they didn't have as many cases as United, but they did have um, a lot of their influential players out. So you had like uh, the, M- Neil Mapai, Pascal Gross um, as well as a few others so I do it's just feel so un- just un- it's
1: just unfortunate it, you just you know, like I say your players have got to take responsibility and be more careful you know it's about so you've got to take precaution you, you know it's your job at the end of the day if you if you get if-, if you got if you get it you, you know you you're missing 10 days two weeks
0: well, I think the rule at the moment in the UK for all that Omicron thing is if you come into contact with someone with Omicron Even if you do you get a ne- like a positive test or whatever I, Even if you get a negative test, you've still got to isolate Because this, because it cannot show up for five days or something. I'm not 100% sure but I think that's roughly what it is which is you know but how many people are gonna stick to that if they Get a negative test Like That's the problem, isn't it? It's like, Mm. how how much are people sticking to it? Are they being careful? Are they mixing as normal because everything kind of opened back up? Are the players now taking it seriously or are they sort of, you know, oh, well, everything's back open so we can do what we want, go where we want. I'm not 100% sure. Um, So... Donna says no. Don't stop fans. If the players are fit, we should go. Even if everyone takes a lateral flow test and COVID passports, COVID as COVID passports don't work. See, the problem is if the, if the government gets involved, they will say stop football for two weeks, say uh, over Christmas, to reduce the spread, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera whereas
1: well while they're having the parties and stuff yeah
0: that's it i'm right, not saying i agree with it but that's what they will say so to me i could understand if the premier league said right just for the christmas period because everyone's going to be mixing and stuff like that we're going to say no no you know reduced fans or no fans and then we'll open it back up afterwards just saying not saying it's what i would do just saying that i could see them doing it um so craig says of Premier League players and 25% of the EFL players have refused vaccines. Should they still get full pay if they catch COVID? If they got injured, not looking after themselves, then the players often get fined. So if a player gets injured while he's on the piss, he might get fined. So I think what Craig's saying, if you've refused the vaccine as a footballer, should you then be in the same boat? It's,
1: I don't... Yeah, it's, tr- it's tricky, mate. It's tricky. You, know, you, you go down to contracts. So, yeah, you no, know, And, it's, and, it's and, and we don't subject. live in China where we dictate to do things we don't
0: yeah. want to do, so... Oh, 100%, mate. And I, like, for me, and I. this is probably going to throw the cat amongst the pigeons for some people, Um, I think that even the discussion, which was kind of floated last week in the media about um, rules forcing people to be vaccinated is one of the most disgusting things i've ever heard in my life because <laughs> it's like it's like to force people to inject stuff into the system like that they the, don't want the, all the Tory
1: MPs are, are crack dealers get your booster get it go on get your booster on get your booster Come on get out. booster get your booster come on get out. get your
0: booster like, get your what?
1: Booster. two for the price of one yeah it's just <clears throat> you got so right. to give people choice you're and we'll be accountable get it no you can still get it What? Oh, you still pass? Oh, right. Oh, I'll still get it anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah, it it, it is what it is, isn't it? It's like it's stupid, it's, it's frustrating and it's upsetting. And, you know, from a purely selfish point of view, I just want to be able to keep going and living my life. And I want to be able to watch football and sport and all these things. And then you've got to, but there is, there's no hiding from the fact that you can see the government are going to they're getting ready to lock things down, and one of the first things they're going to look at is football. Unfortunately, to get me golf itching it. to do it. Oh, mate, Mark Drakeford is literally who's like the Welsh minister or whatever. He is like, you can tell he's like he's like itching to do another lockdown. He can't wait. Like it's like I suppose just you could there down waiting
1: there for like after Boxing Day as well, probably, but. I'll have to wait and see, see what happens.
0: God, I made mean, honestly. It's um, I feel for people, I do like I know a few people with last year who ended up like being on their own at Christmas and like it's it heartbreaking, mate. Heartbreaking stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I um, find it very frustrating. Back to the football, it's mate. It's anyway, on. um, it is very, um, I feel sorry for Brighton because Brighton don't have the same. One, they don't have the same depth in their squad as a United or a Liverpool or whoever. So if they get a couple of their big players out with injury or COVID, they haven't got the players to to um, to bring in off the bench, off the squad to Newcastle, replace them. Newcastle,
1: Newcastle United, wonder
0: up at Louisville. Newcastle United, mate, is going to be in the Champions League spaces by the end of the season. I'm telling you. <laughs> when they sign Messi and uh, and Mbappe <laughs> um, in January you've been drinking yeah heavily there's nothing else to do no I say yeah I think Newcastle by this time next year will do quite well Um, I don't know I, I, I disagree I think it'll take up at least you think it'll take at longer least two years to get up at that level apparently And I don't think um Eddie Howe will be there long I think he'll be gone by January next year this time next <laughs> year, he'll be gone. You know,
1: they're, yes, they're, they're impatient, but, you know, you've got to have stability. You can't be, you can't be like manager, in, manager do out. No one will, No one will take the job, mate.
0: Nah, they'll do, um, they'll do what Chelsea do, mate. They'll be fine and then as soon as they start losing, they'll be, No, but out. Chelsea
1: are at a level where, you know, especially, you're living in London as well. Newcastle, it's nice, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice part of the world, but, you know, it's, it's not London.
0: Yeah. So um, Craig just put another comment on and said he wanted to clarify. He's not saying that they thinks that players should be fined. He's he was just bringing it up as a topic in terms of like if you get if you get injured while you're on the pitch you get fined. Would you could you see football clubs having a problem with players not being vaccinated if they then go and get COVID? But um, it's such a like I would imagine even finding. Oh, yeah, players... No, you, put, can, you
1: can argue. Oh, wait a minute, but. Billy here has been vaccinated and boosted, and he's...
0: And he's got it. In. So... But then, isn't the argument for them, then they're going to say, um, well, he's trying... Like, he's doing everything he can to not get it, but you're not. But then it's like, mm, I, I think it's such a... But
1: how do you, how can you determine who's doing what and, and doing... You know, as long as everyone's the same people, uh, one in and one's not, but they're both pl- playing by the same rules, but you can still, you know... Yeah, I think... It's weird how people can have no symptoms and just walk walk around. That's the scariest thing.
0: Well, that's the thing, and I think that was the thing that someone was telling me about this Omnicron the other day, was like, that's why if you come into contact with someone who's got it, even if you haven't got a test, a positive test, you still got to isolate because it, you could walk around for five days thinking you've got a negative test, but then still have it and be giving it to people and not realise until you've already spread it far and wide. Like, so I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one. And he um like Craig said, Jay Bothroyd, like Jay took a load of abuse from Cardiff fans because he wouldn't have an injection before the FA Cup final um, to play. And I can see both sides of that. And when, like when I spoke, to, when we spoke to Jay on the shows before, he, he kind of explained it a little bit at the end of the day. It's, it's a personal choice, mate, isn't it? It's, same as anything. Like That's you can't force you people. Can't
1: force people to do what they don't
0: want to do. No, it's like this. Like is the, saying, like... don't. It's not China. Yeah, someone said something just now. Uh, I think it was Claire said you can't wait you like living in China.
1: <laughs> Are you sure?
0: I think I think she she left a comma out, and she was saying like um, it'll soon be like China. But I just thought it was funny because it, oh, it seems like was... miserable. Yeah, <laughs> not allowed. To, no, no internet. oh they have got internet, haven't they? But it's like um
1: every every this this is what this is where it's it's scary because this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to do everything on a passport. Everything will be digital. You can't do anything without doing showing this passport all on a on a database that they can sh- see what you're doing, what you're paying, all in in one little nice little box. If only there was a
0: time in history where they used to, where you had to be demanded that you could like have papers to go places where we could look back on history and remember how horrific it was. it's, no, it's crazy. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's people just getting it's
0: like, carried away it, with it. Them, what it, is going on? Yeah.
1: The thing expired, which, right? Whatever. I don't, even I don't know.
0: If, like, yeah, I stopped as well. I don't want to turn it into like a politics thing, but like the thing which I find kind of ironically amusing now is like if some of the stuff which they're bringing up was floated three years ago people would have gone ballistic they'd have been like no you can never do that you can't do that i can't treat people like that and then now because of the way the government has dealt with it and acted it's like people are begging for a lockdown and and begging for people to be forced to be vaccinated and stuff as like uh, they want it to happen and it's like come on like just take a step back and just be realistic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll but then also, through. mate, we'll the other side of the coin is if you've got a phone, most people have got a smartphone, most people got an iPhone or an Android or whatever. If you've got a phone and you are on social media, everything you do is tracked anyway. Your call your your conversations are recorded, they listen to you talking to your mates or whatever, and do ads and stuff like that. So I mean you, people enter all those online quizzes and whatever, like it's you get that anyway so there's that side of it as well but I don't know, it is, it's all a mess Um.
1: So I'm just look, watching uh, the news No, Liverpool just score, but it's, it's like, there's, there's two play. the ball's going to come in and there's yeah. like two two players of Newcastle have gone to edit and like Obviously oh, no, been man. hurt and two of them have gone down the six yard box. Liverpool carried on playing, recycled the ball, whipped it in and scored from it. Well, they didn't stop the play. No.
0: No, see that's that's from what you've said, that sounds like poor. Yeah, Will they bring it back? It, it, Will they bring it, just, it back? It's then? just
1: unfortunate, but they're gonna win and saying they should have stopped the bit like the De Gea one, do you know the Gea one where
0: turn round and But with the De Gea one that was not a head injury. Was this one a head injury? It, it looked like it looked like a head injury, yeah. See, they're supposed to I thought it was supposed to be stopped straight away if it was a head injury. Whereas yes, um, obviously with De Gea's, it wasn't, was it? It's
1: never never good when you see Scout's a referee in Anfield, is it? Is that what it is, yeah. Well he's not Scouts, he's he's a tr he's a Tranmear fan, yeah. Uh, my dear, isn't it? is by Liverpool I admitted mean, it.
0: Yeah, it is I mean, club. Seen- yeah, it's in Liverpool, yeah. Geography, superb on point again. Yeah. Knew exactly where Tramir was. Superb, mate. That's um,
1: actually, the Wirral.
0: So the Wirral—that is the place where I think that's where. Isn't that the part of Merseyside where the Scousers don't like the people from the Wirral? Yeah. Don't they call them Wolves or something like that? <laughs> mate, my my knowledge is second to none. Um, I didn't realise Gareth Bale had tested positive for COVID.
1: Yeah, I've seen Um, that today. Four of them have tested positive. He's one of them, isn't
0: he? Mm, Wow. It's everywhere, mate. And I think that's the thing, is like, realistically, everyone's going to get it at some point. Like, I just, I'm amazed. Like, nearly, uh, most people who I know have had it now or uh, like someone close to them has had it. So it's like, it just feels like eventually you're gonna get it. Like I've been ridiculously careful, so I haven't had it yet. But yeah, it is where it is, I suppose. Right. Let's um I wanna have a little look forward towards the the few fixtures which are still on this weekend. Um there is not many. Um look. so Aston Villa Burnley and Leeds Arsenal is the only Premier League games on Saturday. There's a couple on the Sunday. Um, tottenham Liverpool is an interesting one, mate. Do you think um, Conte can go and get a, or get a result against Liverpool at White Art Lane? Not White Art Lane now, is it? What's their new ground called?
1: Um, what, Tottenham's?
0: Yeah.
1: White Lane. Yeah. It? Is it still White Art Lane, is it? It's the same place, isn't it? It's just next door. Craig said, you thought your geography was
0: good, yeah. Well, there you go. was, Craig was, just was, said, uh,
1: that, like Craig's just said, your geography is rubbish, you can't even run around your own city.
0: Come on, I know, honey. Oh, uh, you got the comments up now, have you? So you can see it as well. That's <laughs> what I was just about to refer to. Yeah, I couldn't find my way around Cardiff Bay. Ah, look, mate, my geography is special, is what we'll say. Um, so. Conti is an interesting one because I, as I was, we discussed when uh before he went to Tottenham, and I know he's a good again. manager, but there's just something about him, I just don't think he's top, top level. I don't know why, it's just something. But then when you look at his what he's won and how he's done it and the teams he's done it, what the state of the teams were when he came in and when he left, he's always pretty much come in when they're struggling and when he's left, they're in a better position having won trophies. So maybe it's me who's wrong, you know, but I will be fascinated to see what's what with Tottenham. I did see that um, Dele Ali has been linked with a move away from Spurters. Um, I think it's the right time for him to go. I got to be honest, he needs to um, inject a bit of life into his career again.
1: Yeah, he just needs yeah. a fresh start <laughs> and... You know, he he's riding out three or four years ago. But
0: you no know, endorsements. Even was playing with PSG, mate. Not long ago, like a couple of years back.
1: Yeah, Real Madrid. I messaged my mate. What happened to your that alley Who should be going to Madrid and all that? And he, yeah. So that's that's where what the conversation we're having, or he was having. But mm. yeah, he's just obviously there's there's something wrong because all these top managers uh, don't want to play him. So it's obviously a work ethic. The, the quality's there, we've seen that, but um, yeah, he's just got to get back to work and and knuckle down because there, there's a, a good player in there, but yeah, no one's going to see it if he's sat on the bench. So
0: the, he's Edbox, linked, the do look good though, they do, yeah. I gotta say, they um, he's been linked with Newcastle, and I think that's a great move for him. He can be like a big fish in a big pond, but at a lower level. I think you, you're, you know,
1: someone with Delhi if he's smart, he'll probably go on loan to the end of the season. You know, test the world, yeah. see what it's like, see what's happening.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, because obviously yeah, it's a different area. Just to get live just in some as well. minutes.
1: You know, there's World Cups around the corner. We've seen it last year with Jesse Lingard goes to West Ham, plays well, and gets picked for England again. So all these players have have England in 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 the eye line for for the World Cup as well. You think there's
0: any way Daddy Ali could make the England squad for the World yes. Cup? Yes. Yes. You really well, yeah. well, well.
1: If he come into Newcastle now and and mm. end of the season with what eight, ten goals, you know, his guy in Southgate's got history with him. He knows him hundred percent.
0: Liverpool two went up. Um, Mohamed Salah well, just yeah. scored. Mohamed Salah. Ah, um, oh, mate, I I just don't see Ali in the England squad now. I think unless he goes to. Um, a big club and does well. I wondered, I do think I wouldn't, play. may not play, but as a squad player,
1: you know, he's a goal scoring midfielder, yeah,
0: Yeah, possibly.
1: He's, he's, I think, um,
0: him and Jesse Linkard are very, very similar, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give you that. Um, is there any way Pochettino takes a punt on him, having been the manager who got the best out of him? Possibly, knows him well. possibly, possibly,
1: possibly but, that'd be a good that'd be a great move for him, but will he play? He wants to go so somewhere. Is, that he's, was what I was play. Play. he's not guaranteed to play there with the quality they've got. So again, he's gotta go there and knuckle down and work. Pretty sure he wants to go somewhere knowing that he's gonna play week in,
0: week out. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? He's got to play week in, week out. Is he gonna if he went there on loan even would he's he
1: play, but he's not up to Wijnaldi. match fitness? It's going to take him two or three weeks. Where if he goes to a team like Newcastle,
0: he'll get his match fitness with the games. Yeah, They're playing like, would you pick Deli Ali over uh Winaldum, uh, Di-, Di Maria, Verratti, Ander Herrera, Pereira, Rafinha, um, Draxler? What um, I mean. It's, uh, he's, he's never getting a game, he's not going to play there. He's not going to play every week anyway, so... No. No, he's not going not, not unless um, Pochettino is actually his dad or something. Yeah, he's not going <laughs> to That ain't yeah, happening. He ain't playing there. But, yeah, interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, I, I I, do hope we get to see the... I thought he... I did, when he was playing for Pochettino, I thought he was... looking. Sometimes he looked such a fantastic player. And I love the story of how he, you know... He went from MK Don's to he got his big move. He did things the right way. He got MK Don's money. Um, So to kind of, if his career like fizzles out, it'll be a bit disappointing, but I guess we'll see. So um, Saturday, Villa and Burnley, we discussed this in the Super 6 predictions. Like, how do you see that going? Do you think Stevie Gerrard's doing a good job at the moment?
1: He's doing a very good job, you know, apart from the Liverpool, Liverpool game, even though they did they put up a good count on the cells there. Yeah, it's no shame coming away from Anfield 1-0 defeat. So, yeah, he's, I've talked, said it before, you can see it, the way he talks, the way he acts, mm-hmm. um, the way he, he talks to his players, about his players. He's a, he's a real, really good coach and a... a what I see of anyway and really good manager the way the, the way he expresses himself it's just something that I like
0: yeah, yeah this this I mean, you're right something about way he, he talks about the game is uh, tactically I think he's been pretty good um I was interested in the Liverpool game just to see how he'd set up and I was thought he'd go like all out defense but he pretty much kept the similar shape what he'd been playing, which I think and it and it worked for him. Like you know, they didn't get overrun, they didn't get annihilated. So I think that was kind of interesting. I think Villa will do I think Villa will beat Burnley. Um I could see that I think they'll probably I'd probably go with like a 2-0 or something. Um and then we got Leeds Arsenal always fiery. Leeds have been very, very up and down in recent uh, months. And Arsenal seem to be on a bit of a getting themselves together slowly. Where do we see that one going?
1: Um, which one was that? What was you uh, Leeds
0: Leeds v Arsenal, mate.
1: Leeds are struggling at the minute, uh, really, really struggling. So, an Arsenal uh, in a little. Little green patch. So again, so where's that? Is that at
0: Leeds? Um, yeah, it's at Leeds. So I have just looking. Leeds—they score goals, but they um they concede so many. Like they conceded seven against uh Man City last Tuesday. You know, the
1: Leeds are funny that you can you know you, you look at it and think, well, oh, they're gonna get they're gonna get a, a, another battering, but. They could easily turn it round, but I think they're on a little bit of a decline, and they need to just stop the rot. But he doesn't change the way he plays, so no, they've conceded. It's um, going to be interesting to see what happens, what happens there in the next month or so, and how, how, how where they go, and, and if the, the results keep on happening. You know, when do they pass, press the panic button? Because it's all right playing that way and running about, and but you know, there's a consequence to all that running. Um, yeah, I like having if you a big but... squad, you're missing key players like Calvin Phillips. So yeah, it's it's difficult, and you know, last year they had a good good run. They had a goal scorer in Bamford. He's been injured this year. He hasn't got as many goals. So yeah, they've they found it struggle this year, and you know, I think they'll find it a struggle against Arsenal on the weekend as well.
0: Yeah, I do too. They've scored, they've conceded 12 goals in the last three games, Leeds. Have, um, they have scored four, but 12 goals in three games is massive. Um,
1: yeah, it's, it's it's too many. It's too many. We've seen that w- w- with United in the last few weeks where you've just got to, you know, go back to basics, keep a clean sheet and work from that. You know, you can't win games if you drop in three or four or five goals every game. You've got a little, to shut, yeah. the, shut the doors. Uh, and work from there And you know If you're keeping clean sheets You've always got a chance Of winning the game You know If you're letting three or four in Yeah You're not you're not going to do well
0: 100% um, So The last kind of subject I wanted to talk to you about And then we'll get to Some of the questions Which are there um, Last week I was hoping to talk to you About this Last week On last week's show But obviously you were ill Was um, I had a bit of a rant About Tim Sherwood um obviously you weren't um available to hear the rant. Um but I had a rant about him because he was almost proud of the fact that he didn't know who Ralph Raniak was. And I thought that was absolutely ludicrous, I thought it was disgraceful. And I think that he saying things like that, and it's not the first time he said something so stupid, like it isn't it I think he thinks that it makes him sound clever. But in factual fact, to me, not only does it make him look stupid, but it also brings down the broadcaster that he's working for at that time. Like it, it brings down the standard of punditry. And um, I'm fed up of getting in my car and talk sport will be on, and there's Darren Bent or Jamie O'Hara or sometimes Simon Jordan. Just these these so called pundits. Who are just saying ridiculous, out of touch, stupid stuff? So I, I understand that they want interaction on the radio station, but ultra, like I'd rather there be a decent standard of punditry. Like I really liked Jamie O'Hara for a while, but lately he, some of the stuff he's come out with has just been outrageous. Not quite at the level of Tim Sherwood, behind, but there's it's so many. The, it's just footballers
1: that, that think that you know the, 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 what's the word you No, know, they're guaranteed to deserve a, a job because they, they've played the game you've still got to do your research you've still you've still got to you know, not be arrogant and, and and like I say do your research but obviously the, these people clearly don't because you know he's going on about Ralph Randnicks no one's knocking down his door he's just told you you knob, but fucking Chelsea were knocking on his door six months last ago last year so you, you yeah, he's just
0: um, embarrassing, mate, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he's, he's
0: yeah. You
1: know, he's a, he's an all right player as well, Tim Sherwood. You no, know, played well at, at Blackburn, captured him to the Premier League. So even though he fell off a cliff the next year, but yeah, he was you no, know, he was an okay player. He was an okay player, Tim Sherwood. But he made he made like... Alan Shearer's top eleven as well against Michael Richards. We all had a good laugh at that. No, Rob Lee, Tim Sherwood. That's my Who was it against? It was against David Silver, Yaya Torre.
0: Yeah. Unreal.
1: Tim Sherwood. Yeah. Someone silly, though. Like.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Vieira, Patrick Vieira, that was it. Because he played with them at City at the end of his
0: career. See, that's unreal, isn't it? And then Patrick Sherwood.
1: My midfield: Tim Sherwood, and I believe him, Richards. That is howling name. So disrespectful, but
0: it's funny. But, like, so this is – this you made a tremendous point there, mate, right, is with um, Tim Sheward and the, and the like, it's almost like they believe because they're ex-footballers that they automatically – that makes them a good pundit, and what they say is much more knowledgeable or is more more truthful than someone like myself or you or whoever. Yeah, just who, just, just, products, just it, it's, and it's, people like him, right? Don't
1: say what they want to say. They just say you know the sound bites, you know all the cliches. No, say what you feel. Like no, Danny Mills off air when he was oh United is shit. Just sit. You don't have to say the shit on air, but you can uh, 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 no.
0: Word it. Relay
1: that and express it in in a different way, but no, because they're scared that the backlash they'll get and and the the the, the, the pussies basically and the, the, the mm-hmm. fake. So just be real and just say what you you, you feel and say what you think, but if you don't like say it's all sound bites, cliches. Yeah, do well. at like, one. At the end of the day, I, pre- I prefer it with Leticia and even Thompson and Charlie Charlie uh... Nicholas. Charlie Nicholas, yeah, these you know Morrison and you know who's was the, other, the the other kid from uh, who's played for Tottenham centre half.
0: Oh, um, oh.
1: blonde haired lad. Yeah. Um, but who else you now? Lee Hendry. <laughs>
0: Come on. Well, see, I, I, Lee Hendry. I've seen. and this is what frustrates me in some ways. Is I've seen Lee Hendry being quite a decent pundit when he was doing some Championship stuff. A couple of years back, but whenever I've seen him talk about the Premier League, he he falls into this different way of talking about it, and it's almost like you say, like they—I don't want to say they're told what to say, but they're like. They don't want to upset people. They don't want to rock the apple cart, as it were. So they—they're right, they so not
1: being real. They're being fake. They're going yeah. around the houses, just be, just no. I oh, don't upset him. I don't
0: upset him. Why? Yeah. You
1: to just say they what, don't want, want to upset footballers,
0: do they? It's they don't want to upset opinions. Yeah, hundred percent. And they don't want to upset. They don't want to upset people they used to play football with, or they knew, you know, or they they know. And it's like, but that's your job. Your job is to give an opinion and to break down the action, give a technical analysis. You look around all the different TV channels, Amazon, BT, Sky, then the foreign channels, if you watch like on Fire Stick or whatever, like the best pundits are the ones who are real, who are themselves, they give an honest opinions, no matter what. They're the best yeah. pundits. You know, Jamie McCarrigo um, is is really good. Um, um you know,
1: obviously, Gary Neville, even though he could be a tad annoying, Um Benju yeah, really stick out. But um, no, there's there's other no. Mike Lowen, he's pretty honest, even though he's annoying as well. But yeah, there's. Um,
0: I think Tim Cahill's pretty good. Um, I've seen him a couple of times recently.
1: Yeah, they, they, these these you don't really see these much, which is a shame because yeah, I have enjoyed Tim. Shurt, um, Tim when I've seen him. I, I think he talks well as well. Yeah. I, do enjoy
0: Tim Kale and he was a good player as well. Yeah, I find I just find it very frustrating. Talk Sport in the last year has become I almost I mean, unlistenable I was
1: a, literally a stalwart of that channel. I would listen to it every day, but yeah, I do not way. listen to
0: it now. Not one bit. It's just full of idiots. It's just idiots. Absolute yeah. Like, idiots. When they first had um Ali McCoyster is the exception, by the way, on um Yeah, well Ali McCoyster in the mornings. I, I I that's, tell
1: that's a lie, if I'm if I, if I'm going to listen to Trader in the morning, I will listen to uh, If Alan Brazil's on, Arley McCoyst. if they're not, and that Laura Woods is on, then I won't. But, yeah, if they're on, I'll listen to it.
0: Yeah, I think the Amazon Prime coverage has been very good with Arley McCoy, as the commentator. Um, that was a good choice. The um, There's too many, like, there's too many pundits on there who are not good. And it's what frustrates me is there's so many good young... There's so many good football, football guys who've come out of the game in the last five to ten years who can speak well, give honest opinions, and are really good. But for some reason... Paul, Paul Scholes is, is is pretty good as well, to be fair to Yeah. It. But the, all the guys who are pretty good don't get the jobs, uh, Like I, I, apart from the Keens and the Neville's, But, like the guys who have just come out of the game and are looking to push on, they're not getting the jobs. And then the guys who will toe the line and not rock the apple cart, they're the ones who are getting the talk sports and, the, and the, the other jobs. And I just find it incredibly frustrating because there's guys out there who could do a good job, a better job. Like Reece says, Alan Shear is brilliant. He likes that he's able to criticise Newcastle. And I think that's an important aspect of it, is being able to criticise the clubs that you care about or that you support. Just
1: being, just being honest. Just be honest. Yeah. Say what you see. Like, there's an old saying, Roy Walker, the catchphrase. Say what you see. Say. say what
0: you see. Say what you see. Say what you see. It's good, but it's not right. Classic. Um, right, let's get some questions. Donna said earlier, have you ever played a professional match? and not tried for any reason. No. Okay. Um Gaz said he sent me a DM because he couldn't get onto his YouTube, but he is watching. He said um that uh what is your favorite goal? Oh no sorry what goal of Ryan's did you celebrate the most?
1: Oh that's easy uh Semi-final, at Arsenal. on the pitch. Stiff down the steward. So if so, if you look at the clip, there you are, Isaac, at the end Brackle of the game. The you can see him, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on him. Yeah, the cap on, Stone Island jumper. Yeah, and go. he's got his injured ankle, and his words were,
0: "Get the fuck off me, you knob." <laughs> 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 I like it, um, and guys, he also said. Is that so he said which goal did you celebrate the most during your career? So the Arsenal goal. He said, is that also your most memorable moment of you watching him as a United fan and a brother?
1: Um no, oh, there's so many. So many. But yeah, that game sticks out. He had everything. i everything. I was living in London at the time. We drove down with my boss. My boss was an Arsenal fan. Um
0: made yeah, a day of it.
1: Sending offs, missed penalty, in the last minute. And then obviously that goal. Yeah, it was it was a proper, proper game and uh, yeah. Um, by far well I say not by far because I've been to no, I was at so many I was in Turin, the semi final Juventus when Roy Keane got that goal just for, just before half-time, and that was frightening. And obviously, the Champions League in, in Barcelona. All that year was was unbelievable, to be honest, in
0: ninety eight, ninety nine, 99 Because we seem to I'm always not- be coming from behind. Oh. That, um, that era of United, but that 99 season was just insane. The amount of times you United think about it now, end- If you
1: look at all the, the top teams, they've probably got one, two strikers. We had four Top class strikers, but
0: what that meant, obviously, you can
1: play them in partnerships. You obviously York Mm. and Cole, and then obviously Sheringham and Solskjaer worked really well as well. But you know, even if you put Sheringham with Cole, that worked well, or York with Solskjaer, that worked well. So yeah, they all played well together. And then you obviously got the midfield, but skulls. You know, Beckham played in there. Keane, you know. Yeah, it just got just goes on and on. You obviously that Stam as well. So yeah, it was um, Schmeichel. He's pomp, even though he, he should have never left. But yeah, it was. Um, you yeah, know, so many Juventus that away. Season, mate, Juventus away. Down come down on so many times and scored two yeah. goals. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, so, there's so many. But that Arsenal one sticks out. Where did you um, where did you watch the ninety nine? European Cup final. What? Well, Where did you watch the Champions League final? Are you the trip travel? You're uh, probably row W uh, C. I
1: don't know. Behind the goal. Good day. Wait, wait. Behind the goal.
0: Behind the goal. To the right, up a bit. How did you feel just before that first goal went in for United? The first goal. The first. Did you goal... think that he was coming? Oh, captain. Uh... Or were no, you feeling like no, you were sweating
1: really, away? Yeah, actually, no, we, we did because they hit the post, they hit the bar, and we were getting absolutely battered, but we were still hanging on in, in there. And as soon as the w- first goal goes in, I'm on the floor. Mm-hmm. We're still celebrating. I'm on the floor. We've got a corner, we've got a corner. So you just try to get up. You're trying to get up. Just to get up. Ah, and then just, oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Love it, mate.
0: It's um quite a yeah that game is one of my I watched that in the pub and it was just it was it, it was just fancy. like was so
1: many fake you know mankins of so many fake tickets going about as well so no word of a lie there was guaranteed there was probably the capacity is probably ninety it was 100, 115,000 in that ground there was people getting in with fake tickets all over the gap.
0: yeah. But that season, United came from behind so many times, it was unreal. Like, no, you watch no. the highlights, like, a, no, you know, no. you get like the highlights no. packages and in, stuff. You
1: know, that Inter Milan, San Siro, I remember being there. We went there for four days. Was, did we go for four days or seven or no, four days? And the Inter Milan, you know, Ronaldo, fat Ronaldo, was injured, but he come on at the second half and he was like pff, unbelievable. And yeah, the noise of that San Siro—by far the best ground I've ever been to. It was frightening. It was so noisy when they scored, but yeah, it was a—that was a great game as well. At, at Inter Milan at San Siro. You no, know, San, San Siro, Turin, New Camp—all in the
0: space of like a month. It was like crazy, incredible, incredible stuff. Uh, Donna, uh, do you, do you dislike any teams, Rodri? Do a, She's like a Liverpool for her. Is there like do a, a dis- team which you genuinely hate? Yeah,
1: England.
0: Got to, you got got to say it, got to love it. Do you like? What about like Liverpool? Like, uh, how do you feel I don't about mind, that? No man, when I was a kid,
1: I, to be honest, when I was a kid, I wasn't. You know, Ryan was always a Man United fan. I wasn't really a, a fan of teams. I was yeah. more of a player person so I was a big big John fan John Barnes fan so I was a big Watford fan. So then when he went to Liverpool, I, I kind of spotted Liverpool because
0: spotted John kind Barnes. Of followed him over like yeah. Nice. Like it. Um, so I came across um this comment on I think it was on Facebook. Um, it was just on a a video. It was on a video of um, United's best goals of the last decade and there was all sorts of different goals. Um, and obviously, one of them was Ro- uh, Wayne Rooney's overhead kick against Man City, which always makes me laugh when that comes up, because people give it, oh, he, sh- he was an accident, it come off his shin, all the, you know, because people can't give Wayne Rooney credit. I wish I could but, score um, shinners like that. I know. So this oh, yeah. guy um, put a comment up, and I want to get your opinion on this subject. He says, honestly... Wayne Rooney is arguably the best United player of all time for me based on his contributions to the club. Goals, assists, passion, grit. Uh, Maybe a few more uh, skillful, or were unmistakably massive for the club like Keane or Ronaldo, Giggs, Robson, etc. But for me, his overall contribution puts him in the conversation. What do you think about that? Yeah, can't disagree with that. Would you have him... So, would you say... One of the best, one of the greatest players to play for United, or would you say one of the most influential players to play for United? Say that, what was the first one? So would you say he's like one of the best to ever play for United? Or was he just one of the most influential to ever play for United? Well, like, Would you put him up there with no, best? No, yeah, one,
1: one, one of the Ryan best, and... you know,
0: people are sleeping on Wayne Rooney, talk, talking
1: about Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero couldn't lay Wayne Rooney's boots, and Sergio Aguero is a top top striker. So Wayne Rooney's got the, the goal records of Sergio Aguero, but the assists and the work rate and the, the, the sacrifices that he would do for his team, playing left midfield, right midfield. You know, he was a centre forward. Um, yeah. Now people sleep on Wayne Rooney. You know, he was a world world class player, world class player
0: for, right, for a long long time. And, um, yeah, his record speaks itself. Interesting. Um, Reese says uh, he wonders how many players have got that feeling about um, a side they maybe grew up hating. So, for instance, David Cottrell, obviously played for Wales, but he he was a Cardiff born, born and bred. He was brought up to hate Swansea, but then spent a big chunk of his career playing for Swansea. Now, I think... For me personally, I wouldn't be able to do that. I don't. I wouldn't play for Swansea, for instance. But you've seen, you know, players have played for teams they grew up hating. So,
1: if you were to be professional football and Swansea offered of you a contract, you won't play for them.
0: I had this conversation with Joe Riley when he did his My Story the other day. I don't think I would, but that's easy for me but to say now. It's a job, yeah.
1: You can, you can, you're professional. You're sat, you're, yeah, you sat. Know, yeah,
0: I, I agree with what you're saying. I just. Yeah. You've just got to take the emotions medicine.
1: out of it. Obviously, you won't probably play to your maximum stand, if you would, if you love the club. But you're still going to, you know, if you're a professional,
0: and you want I to win,
1: yeah, it doesn't matter who you play for.
0: Yeah, no, I I do agree with you. Um, it's just, like I say, and now I say, oh, no, I wouldn't. But, like, you know, being realistic, and if you take it all out of it and you look at it, you probably would. Um Gaz says, top five United players of all time, off the top of your head, go, for both of us. You can go first, um, man. Ronaldo, uh, Bobby Charlton,
1: Wayne Rooney, Ryan, and oh, George Best, Dennis Law,
0: got to be in there as well. So many in there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Ronaldo. Obviously, Brian Rooney, and then I would go with skulls. Skulls as well. I forgot all about. Scholes. And I, I would. I want to lean to Roy Keane because I think he was special. But I got a. I think Eric Cantona's got to be in there. He changed the whole outlook of the football club when he came in, and when he uh, not just that, not just that though. He mm-hmm. with the goals he scored. Mm-hmm. The influence, yeah. He didn't no, he didn't necessarily change it,
1: but you took know, he, he gave him that extra push, I should say. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously the players seen how good he was and see how he trained and obviously learned from that and yeah, and, and took it on. So I don't think he necessarily but you know, it was just a the right person at the right time. And then he just went from strength to strength. Eric Cantona needed a place like Man United to, to blossom. Yeah. and Yeah. And he did that. And he was massive. Very
0: difficult to, to pick five, though, it? from... Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. From it's, it's, football, it's but...
1: literally impossible. Because I've just said, like, uh, Dennis Law and George Best have got to be in it.
0: And yeah, Bobby Brian, Brian Robson.
1: Well, I say say that they've got to be. But they've got to be in the conversation Michael. with Ronaldo, Wayne Rooney, Ryan Scott. And Mr. Brian, Brian Robson. No, roy Keane. No.
0: What about um? What about what about what about what about um? What about Andre Kanchelskis?
1: <laughs> what about? Him?
0: Is he not the greatest? I um, wrote um.
1: No, no. no it was a, I wrote it was an a, article. He was, was a really good player, exceptional right winger, very, very, very quick, great right foot, good cross of the ball, but um. If you're asking me, would I, t- would I have Andre and Chelsea or David Beckham? <laughs> have yeah, David Beckham no brain, yeah. the week twice on Sunday.
0: Who's a bigger dickhead, David Beckham oh, or Lee Sharp? No,
1: David Beckham is 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 one of the nicest fellows I've ever I met.
0: I know. It's just funny that every time Lee Sharp's name comes up, you kind of oh Lee Sharp's
1: a I' Forget him.
0: There he is. It's like the stock sentence every time. Um. So yeah, that's uh, I think that's gonna be a, a pod there. But um as always guys, appreciate you uh you sending in the questions and the comments and stuff. Apologies, I couldn't access the live chat at the start, but um obviously the, that'll all be fixed now. I've I've worked out what the problem is with my computer, so that won't be an issue going forward. Um so obviously it's Thursday today because um I couldn't do it tomorrow. Um Are I'm gonna have a little tomorrow? It's my brother's, uh, my brother, my son's 17th birthday. Oh,
1: that's
0: nice. So we're having a, a little thing, um, a COVID party, as it were. What?
1: Musical chairs and all that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's it, mate. Um. So, yeah, it's Christmas coming up COVID, now. COVID, it kills um,
1: everything. You'll be able to do past the parcel as well with COVID. It yeah, kills
0: everything, doesn't it? It spoils all the fun, mate, uh, doesn't it? Yeah. Imagine going to, like, a teenager's party now, no spin the bottle. No, nothing. <laughs> Just all sat like away from each other. <laughs> brutal. Um, so yeah, it's Thursday. Obviously, um, I think um, I'm gonna have a chat with um, Rodri now, and we'll sort out what we're doing. But I think next Thursday, maybe, I or think next Wednesday Thursday's
1: better. For, I think Thursday's miles better because Friday I'm always rushing about. Thursday I have nothing on.
0: So should we officially change it to Thursday? Because Thursday suits me better as well. There we go. Decision made. Roger Giggs on football is now Thursday, 7.30, instead of Friday, 7.30. You heard it here first. Um, uh, Guys, um, I have uh, had some really exciting conversations today with some guests for live shows, for recorded shows, for in-person shows. Three different footballers. So... um, One of which, two of which are current players. Um, All three, uh, sorry, two of the three have played for Wales. One of them plays for Wales now. Um, Yeah, so X-Man United player as well. All good. All coming soon in the summer, uh, in the summer, in the the new year. The content will not stop. But um, check out, our next show is now Sunday, fight show. So join us for that. Um, And then Monday, hopefully, Joe Riley's going to join me to talk about his My Story episode. And uh, there we go. There we go. Roger Giggs, as ever, mate, absolute pleasure to speak to you, mate. Oh, cheers, Baz. An hour and 25. Flew by, mate, that, didn't Mm -hmm. it? Considering, like, the first, like, five minutes or so was my computer being a bit weird absolutely flew by buddy um, as always appreciate your time and all that good stuff so are you going to be good for next Thursday that'll yeah, yeah, be the Thursday 23rd yeah. or something 23rd it? wait a minute what day is,
1: what day is it I always lose the track of things next Thursday is
0: the day before Christmas 23rd. Eve 23rd right. Christ, yeah right. is that okay day before New Year, Christmas Eve sweet we're good so, yeah, so we'll be back next Thursday I'll be back on Sunday join us golfing, but I'll be finished no night golf here. Just have to phone you to make sure you don't fall asleep and have a nap in it. Good and tired people. Sports Social Podcast Network.